Hello, everybody, and welcome to Day 8's Podcast on a Stick. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Stephanie March. And we are the official State Fair podcast because we decided we were. <laughs> we just made it happen, actually, <laughs> you guys. We just sort of gave ourselves a little bit of a patch and uh, some certification, and that's what it is. It's Podcast on a Stick. And the only certification you might need is the badge or what is it called embroidered patch that I brought you this morning you did from I got it in the grandstand and it's a state of Minnesota embroidered patch that just says oh sorry sorry (laughs) oh sorry because that is your official moniker I'm still working on t-shirt situation guys still working on it are you because I feel like at day eight you might have missed the window oh I didn't ever (laughs) plan to make it up for you guys to get out here in your t-shirt got it I think that if you guys want to because ope is eternal Ope is forever. There is no season for Ope. It just happens that this is where the Ope happens the most, is at the State Fair. Uh, We meet every morning and get sort of the fresh-faced fair as people are coming in. But last night, I think it was pretty raucous because uh, Hall & Oates had sold out the grandstand. Yeah, no, there was a lot of of people out here. Just, I was going to say middle-aged women. But really, honestly, uh, those were my friends. So (laughs) they were out here hanging out and uh, checking out the Hall & Oates. Looked like it was a great time. They all said it was fabulous. So... Uh, I had my new food that I ate yesterday well, that I just can't wait to tell you because I had a funny story. Okay. So yesterday after we got off the pod, you had some stuff to do for the magazine. So I just kind of took the afternoon and wandered around. Nice. And I was on the um, on the local radio station, My Talk 107.1 with Lori and Julia as a guest at 4.30. <laughs> and I know the girls like licorice. So I decided to get them the deep fried licorice bites from the vegetable stand that also does deep fried veggies. Have you had these? Veggie fries, yes. The What are they called? Cherry bombs or something Cherry like bombs, that? yes. Yeah. So I think, okay, I'll get these for them. There's 10 little like nibs yeah. that are breaded, and then they're fried, and then they are uh, have a powdered sugar coating on them. So I was very excited to bring the nibs. So I, between the time that I Can bought them. Can I have a them, question? Have you had the nibs before? Nope. Oh, got it. Okay, nope. this is your new food. This new was my you. new food new to, to you. me. Yesterday. Okay. So I get them and I walk towards the booth. And by the time I actually get to the booth, I've eaten five of them. And I can't really say that I loved them, but I didn't hate them either. And the first one was kind of like molten inside and kind of warm and ooey. And I was like, "Eh, I don't know. But by the time I got to the booth and I'd eaten five and they'd cooled off a little bit, I kind of liked them. Oh. They were weird. (laughs) So I will tell you, uh, when they debuted in what, like 2017, I think they were a skip it for me. Okay. Cause I brought them to the girls thinking they're going to love these. They both love licorice. I set them down. Lori promptly puts one in her mouth and is chewing it and giving me the, why did you bring me this face? Yes. And Julia is also giving me that face. In the meantime, Lori has spit hers out into a piece of paper <laughs> and Julia spit it out, too, and Julia loves licorice and loves sweets. If anyone was going to swallow that bad boy, it was going to be her. Yeah. But it gets better because I did my segment, and then after I got done, they were like, take those with you, and I finished them off. What? <laughs> I ate them all, oh, Stephanie. God. You know, the best part is there's a, even like a sub story to this, a prologue, because um, I was on the bus with the two of them on the way home. 
on the Hubbard shuttle and they looked at me. I got on the bus and they looked at me and they go, do you know what Hanson brought us today? And they were so angry still about that. They're like, nibs, fried nibs. They were horrible. And they went off for another 10 minutes about how how gross they were. See, I just think that makes them ingrates. That's all. I mean, all. that is so funny to me that they did that. It is pretty funny. So that was that was uh, your new to you new, food, new to me fair food yesterday. Mine happened to be the Dole Whip, which I have never had. Oh, it always looks so good. I know. I don't know if I ever. But here's the thing about it. I really didn't think that it was. Uh, when you have something called Dole Whip, don't you think it's going to be like soft serve? And it kind of talked. It, every it looked like it. It's really more like a sorbet. It's really dense. That's kind of what I thought it would be like. I didn't know. I have n- I've had no I idea. I guess whip sort of feels it's, airy. It does. Yeah, whip like feels airy. Air. And I'm not, I wasn't mad at it. I'm just saying it was totally different from what I thought it was going to be. So we got the swirl. Very pretty. Surprised it isn't Instagrammed more. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but it was, um, I thought it was, I thought it was, t- it was good and tangy and it was fresh. I liked it. I don't know if I would be, and I don't know if I would endeavor to get it a lot. Okay. But I thought it was good. The it other thing I got that was new to me was something that I was trying to give a little, trying to give the pretzel factory a chance, okay? <laughs> because you guys know I am a pretzel house girl till I die. And the pretzel factory is on the other side of the DNR building. And it's this little log cabin shed, and they have these pretzels, and they're just not good. They're just not good. Okay. And so I was. They saw that they had churros. And I was like, oh, a $3 churro. I'll take it. I'll take your churro. And uh, hoping that that was something, you know, good. Well, he handed it to me. He, and he only charged me $2, he said, because, you know, it's been sitting here for a while. And I said, oh. oh. And he goes, oh. and also, by the way, it's stuffed with cream cheese. I'm like, there's nowhere anywhere that says your churro is stuffed with cream cheese. And that is a significant alteration to a churro. Yes, it Don't is. you think? Yes. Oh, man. So there was this cold fried I mean, I, I was trying to imagine, like, if it was warm and the cream cheese inside was, like, warm and it was just sort of lovely. <laughs> Keep would, going would in that, your imagination. I know. Would that be an excellent <laughs> food? And I thought maybe it could be. Guess what? It wasn't. So. All right. That's I where did. I thought. I had two excellent things, though, that were new to me. Okay. I finally got over to Andy's Grill and had the orange push-up beer. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, That's I, a new one. And it is. An, is it a Bent Paddle collaboration? I'm not sure. Oh, I, I feel like it's Fulton. Either. Oh, it is Fulton. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. And you guys, it was fantastic. Yeah. Like I, I could have another one today. Yeah. I thought that was a good beer. I really, really liked that loved one. it. And they had like a sugary rim on it, yeah. which I also really liked. And usually I don't. I know. And here's the deal. I don't know. You know, I am so against the sticky rim trend that it just makes me crazy. But I really did appreciate that. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. Um, I also finally got the shrimp fritters. From funky um, grits, yes, and they're I not fritters; they're grits. They're grit grits. balls, brawls. I guess deep fried grits, which is a deal because I want to hear what you thought. Um, the person behind me, she was like, "Oh, I thought they'd be bigger," and I guess I kind of did too. So I thought that was an interesting observation. I really liked the taste. Really liked the taste. There were three of them in the boat. I I thought the remoulade made it. The crybaby Craig sort of sauce on the side with the mayo. I liked them. I don't know that I could eat like three of them because they were really rich, 
But I really liked them. I ate one, and then I gave the two to the people behind me, which leads me to the next story. How was it consistency-wise? Mushy inside, which but I liked grits. it because that's, that's grits. That's what's grits. I and know, cheesy. A lot of people are kind of like, oh, it's underdone. I'm like, no, they're grits. They're it's thinking not it's more cake. like a fritter. It's not yeah. a fritter, and that's why I wanted to make sure that people understood that they are supposed to be sort of a little soft and, you know, not, not fully, it's not cakey. It yeah. shouldn't be cakey. No, I, I felt like I got what I thought it was going to be other than the size. Yeah. And okay. that isn't to say that it wasn't a good value because it is. It was only $5 Five for the bucks. fair. That's, yeah. I, um, I liked did, it. Craig, or I mean. Um, Jared. Jared did say that he was trying to get more shrimp in him. So I know a lot of people have said I didn't get shrimp in my fritter. And so that was a bummer. I don't think I got shrimp per se, but I did get like shrimp flavor, whether yeah. that's. Right. From the preparation, like I didn't expect you there didn't, to be it like wasn't a whole disappointing hunk of shrimp inside it. No, not really. Okay. Um, what was funny though is, and this happened a lot to me yesterday. I'm I'm alone walking around, right. so I'm eating things, but I can't eat the whole thing. So I eat one or two, and then I give it like to somebody in line. Nobody turned me down. Oh, like I would be like, hey, I'm not going to eat this, but anybody, and it was almost like an experiment. Yeah, all my food went eaten. Good, except for of course the nibs, which I ate myself. Which you ate yourself. I, I wonder d- if it was an ice cream situation, if it would be the same. No, people it don't want. Be the yeah, same. people. You know why? I've noticed people don't want anything to do with your ice cream. And this comes into the story later, but I was in the Llama Building, the Collier's Arena. Yeah, and a little kid's dad, who I had struck up a conversation with, handed me her snow, her um, candy cane. What is candy? What is cotton candy? Oh. And he's like, here, do you want some? And I took a look at it. And you know how when yeah. it gets wet because she's been licking it? Yeah. It's all, I'm like, oh, no, thanks. That's okay. <laughs> Don't need any cotton candy, but thank Weird. you. Like it's all Very crystally nice and yes. like, yeah, no. Yes. Pass. Hard pass. Um, I have to tell you before we get to your llama story. And I got ripped off too, by the way. What do you mean? At well, the llama house? Or at the no, llama thing? Or what? I'm going to get your opinion on this. And okay. I don't think they meant to rip you off, but you know how you go into the grandstand and there's this booth that sells licorice ropes. Oh, yeah. And they have all different kinds of flavors and some of them are gummy and some of them are They're sour. Licorice. Yeah. Okay. Some of them are filled. Some of them are so I'm, like, yeah. I'm looking at the bucket. I'm like, oh, licorice. This was before I bought the licorice nibs. I was obviously in a licorice mood. I was like, okay, yeah, that seems good. I'll get a, a piece of licorice. And I thought it was like double the length than it was. So for $5, I got a licorice strand that I think was about a foot and a half long. Okay. That's not very much licorice for $5. And when she gave it to me, there was a special where you could get five for 20. Yep. And maybe that's a good deal. But I was like, really? A foot and a half. So 18 inches of licorice and you charged me $5. Doesn't that seem like a lot? I don't know. I, I mean, was like, why like, is that okay. any different than three shrimp balls? I don't know. It like, felt why really different. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm totally not against or with you. I'm just trying to make that work in my brain. And I don't know. It, and, and do I you think that like, you and huh. I are maybe like... Getting jaded now? <laughs> Maybe we're a little like our kilter is off because I mean I know I've gone to the ATM like three times. Oh, you know me what too. I mean? Like I'm on <laughs> my fourth hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm getting two hundred and I'm oh, on my good third. For you. Oh yeah, but you're buying stuff already. So here's this is actually an interesting thing because so today all right, so yesterday in the podcast, we did talk with Nikki, uh, Nikki Hines, who is the food czar, you know, the new food czar, and we asked her Should about we call her Zarina. 
Because isn't no. that the female version of Czar? How about we just take and she gen- didn't want to be we, the Czar. Can we take gender out of well, it, Hanson? She didn't want to be the Czar at all. So well, I know, but I so, feel like we need to come up with a better name. But that's a humility thing. No, well, Tsarina's any better? Maybe. <laughs> it sounds a little <laughs> more gender, official. Let's just remove the gender and just call it Czar. Or we could just call her Nikki. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Feel free to edit this part out. Nikki uh, is the no, new. No, I'm not going to because you, you know why? Yeah. It reflects day eight of our you feelings. You know, it probably does. We We're might, both a little crispy. <laughs> we might be a little bickery. <laughs> I might. We've spent a lot of time together. We have a lot of feelings still. Yeah. Um, all right. So back to my point. Nikki did talk about how the fact that we asked her the question, what about the $10 mark? Like, are we, is next year the year that we see a lot of $10 foods? And she was saying she hopes not. Truthfully, they don't. She doesn't set the prices. It's sure. the people who set the prices, right? So after we talked to her, I actually went to see the new food, the new new food at Taco Cat, which is of course hot Indian in the International Bazaar at the uh, Midtown Global Market stall. They flip out for the. They have one six days, and then the next six days is another vendor, and it's Taco Cat, who is a known you know nachos and tacos place in the Midtown Global. Love it. They also have a food truck. Love it. Uh, they put up two fried tacos on a stick and it was chorizo filled. There was a little chunks of potato in there and it was deep fried. And then it was squiggled with some guacamole, like crema. It was great. It was super delicious. I kind of thought it was fun. And it was like, it was a much airier than I thought it would be for being deep fried. Um, it was $12. And that was a moment where that's I was like, that's $12. That's not even saying like, we're going to hit the $10 there. The vegan version is $10. They have a vegan version That's of it. That's a lot. If there were three on that stick, I, $12 could maybe pass for me. So for me, I was kind of like, whoa. I had a moment and I was like, wow, that's $12 when I've been paying $9 for a lot of things and feeling like I'm okay with that now. It just jumped to 12 and I kind of didn't know what to do or say about it. And then up, so I was at this table with uh, Caitlin, our photographer, and, and we're sitting there. And the people next to us were eating it. And we said, what do you guys think? And they're like, oh, it's delicious. We love Taco Cat. And I said, okay, well, is it weird that it's 12 bucks?" And they're like, no, I mean, it's the fair. That's what they said. Okay. It's the fair. So maybe it's just you and me. Maybe it is. And, but, I mean, there was another person who said if it wasn't two of them and it was 6 bucks, she goes, I wouldn't even think about it. If it was one for 6 bucks, she's like, I'd be fine with it. But she's like, but the two for 12? She's like, she was saying that the 12 is the problem. So that's really an interesting psychology to think about. I know, because I know. And that's I why got I, the licorice for five bucks and felt like I was ripped off, but it was because it was just licorice. Right. If I got a taco like that and I saw your picture, so I'm thinking about the size, I don't think I would say boo. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, one taco, six bucks. Here you go. Yeah. Isn't that funny? It's so so there is a real psychology about how you package it and how you charge for yeah. things. And I mean, and I, like I said, I would think that maybe at this point we would have a better pick on the value of things and why they you know but I honestly me neither I don't I really don't because it is so wide and I I you know I've been at the Midway Men's Club like four times getting double cheeseburgers for people and it's sort of like I don't even think about that and I push money and I've been tipping like crazy too so but isn't that burger 450 a double cheeseburger yeah Yeah. but that's my point it's like it's so I'm saying it's like so cheap and satisfying yes and yet, and I also know it's for a good cause. You know what I mean? Like, there's just sure. something about that. Um, I have to tell you uh, that I took a shift yesterday. At? I worked at the Ballpark Cafe. <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> no. What did you do? I poured beer. And how was it? It was great. I uh, I poured beer, and I they asked me... Uh, uh, You're going to be our state fair story today, because the one I had 
I'll have to tell you in a little bit isn't going to air today. Oh. So okay. you can be the State Fair story. Hi, uh, this is the State Fair story, and I'm with Stephanie March, and she served beer at the Ballpark Cafe. Hi, how are you today? Uh, hi, Stephanie. How is it to be someone who's working at the fair? Well, let me tell you what. I was. Uh, I just took a shift. I took a quick shift. I got a T-shirt, and uh, I jumped behind the beer counter at the Ballpark Cafe. How long did you have to work? I worked for like an I, they didn't. I didn't even have to work. That's the best part. They're like, "Hey, you want to you want to pull a shift?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I totally do." <laughs> like, what else am I doing? I'm up I'm, for it. I'm running food. I'm just I do walking it too. around. I'm like, "Yeah, okay." And they're like, "Where do you want to go?" And I'm like, "Uh, Shelly. Shelly is the beer lady, you guys, who I go to every year at the fair. She's at the same station. She's at the same place. I walk in. I'm like, Shelly. <laughs> and so I got to work with Shelly between Shelly and like Tanner, who is a a, a former. St. Paul Saints player who gets all the ladies at his station. Oh, I'm sure he oh does. Oh my God. It was, it was, that was a scientific experiment watching them. So anyway, so here's the good news. I did not have to take any money. I just poured beer. Here's the funnier news. Just really how much people don't, are, they come to the, to the table and they're like, what should I have? Yeah. They have no idea. They really they beer don't. panic like Kurt and I did on day one. But, and that's why if you go talk to Shelly, she literally was just like, okay, let's talk through it. What do you like? Do you like hoppy? Do you like, okay. she knew all the new beers. She, and so did Ty- Tanner, Tyler Tanner. And they, they both, I listened to them and they were both like, okay. And this one's like, well, I, I like a sour and I like cherries. We're like, okay, here's a cherry sour. But here, maybe you also want to try the Shandlot because that is both tart, but maybe not so sour. I mean, like it was really fascinating to watch people just trust her. And not one person came back and was like, this is horrible. I how need many, how many, um, mini donut beers did you have to pour? You guys, I was shocked. Are, are they, are people over it? No, not even remotely. <laughs> I, I, knew I, poured, it. I knew that's all you probably poured. I poured more mini donut beers than anything. Okay. Over that's... and over and over. Rim pour. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that was the deal. And I was surprised by that too. Here's the other thing. There is a Coors Light on tap. There is um, MG, you know, Mick Golden on draft. And I said to, and Dan came over and we were talking and uh, he said, He's, I, he's like, aren't you shocked by how much? It was all craft beers. There was like a couple sets of guys who were ordering five Coors Lights, and I shamed them. I was like, <laughs> really? Really, you guys? What's the point of this? Shouldn't I just get you some water? And they were like, whoa! I mean, it was total fun. But it was interesting. Also, Dan said that, he's like, guess how many kegs we went through before we had to change on the first day of craft beer before we had to change one of the other beers, like one of the major beers? 22. Oh, my God. Is that the right That's number? That's the exact number. Boom. It's going to be a good fair day. <laughs> Give me my prize. That was totally random. <laughs> it was 22 of the other beers before other kegs had to be changed before any of the major market beers. Okay. Uh, it makes me happier. Because, yeah. you know, when you're in Denver, like, sure, drink a Coors Light, feel the mile high. But yeah. when you're in Minnesota at the State Fair and there's 53 new beverages, there's not plenty. to mention the other that aren't new, like, just live a little, would you? Seriously. Seriously. So it was fun. It was really fun to be on that side. It was fun to be to give people a direct experience like that. I mean, to chat them up on that level and to hand them a beer and know that they were so excited that it, there was a beer coming at them. And a lot of them had said they'd been listening to the podcast. And a lot of them had said, you know, really? like, oh, yeah. They oh, were like, oh, we it. listened to your tips the other day. And, you know, they were like, thank you so much for your guide and your list at MSP Mag. And I was like, it, it was just really super gratifying. The other thing is the lines got long. You know what I mean? Like, they were lines. Yeah. And not one bad mood. No not crabby one, apples. No crabby apples. Where are the crabby apples? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that way. 
But I just, I was very impressed. I was, I mean, and obviously Shelly's been doing this forever and she's, um, you know, it's just, it was a great time. And I thought I would maybe, maybe we should go pull shifts in other places too. I don't know. Okay. That's a great idea. And that's a great state fair story. Stephanie, thank you. You're welcome. Let me tell you about uh, my afternoon. Let's hear about your llama. So the, well, the first thing I did is I did the bee beards at the egg hort building. How did that go? Okay. It was kind of terrifying. I'm not going to lie. So they, I, you know, like I'm not freaked out by honeybees. Like I know that the bees aren't there to sting you. They're there to do their job. And a lot of these people have built up a little bit of a tolerance to the venom so they don't even swell anymore. And, you know, the bees don't want to sting you. Right. It, you get stung sometimes by accident. Do they accident. die when you get stung? I think they do. Ugh, but okay. I don't know that for sure because yeah. I'm not a bee expert. But right. here's what I can tell you. I walk up. It's totally packed in there. I walk up and the bee beard that's supposed to be happening is instead a arm sleeve because for whatever reason the bees didn't go onto her face they like congregated around her arm and they were kind of surprised by this the oh. bees kind of did their own thing yeah so that was really interesting but watching her like flick the bees off and rub the bees they have like a um a brush like where a they... pheromone kind of thing almost. yeah yeah so then the other woman comes in and sits down and she apparently does this every year because people knew about her and i have a video posted of this on my instagram at stephanie's dish she sits down and they put a string like from ear to ear below kind of her chin yeah she puts nose plugs in yes and she sits down and she gets real zen and they take all of the bees that are on the other woman and brush them off Ooh, we have like a tour bus, a concert tour bus parked right in front of I us I think here. it's a large, yeah, I think it's a music guy. Who is playing at the Liney Lodge tonight, I wonder? Um, I believe we have. Because uh, that's who I suspect that person in that tour bus is. I think it's still the One Nighted Queen. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. So they get the brush and they wipe the bees off the lady's arm onto a like tray. And then they sort of tip the tray up into the other lady's lap as it were and i don't know how this works but the bees start going up her torso up her neck up her face to where that string is and they start sort of clustering there and before you know it there's a bee beard it was fantastic wow and she was you know just zenning out they weren't going up her nose some were getting on her face but could you do that no it, I mean, at some point, I feel like... Maybe I could. Maybe I could. You could have a panic. Yeah, no, I think once... You're said, saying that she went into a Zen place, and I think as long as they weren't in my nose and I could plug my ears, like, as long as I didn't want to, like, react, like, get it out. Yeah. You know, you if you can get yourself to a place of relaxation and chill, I think you could get there. I think you could just be like, there are things calling on me, it's fine. I think I could do it if I had a couple of Valium, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think you might need it. <laughs> I think the hard part would be watching other people react. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like they start to panic and then that's when I start to panic. Yeah, or they to freak out your, and then you're yep. kind of like, you know, that is a tough thing. So that was in the afternoon. And then I went to for I went to a sky glider ride. And I did want to tell you that I figured out that every day they take the bras off the roof of the sky glider. Oh, OK. Because the day before there had been quite a pile. But yesterday the pile had been removed. Okay. So good state fair maintenance there. Are they just donating those bras? I hope they are. I don't know. There were a lot of other things too, like lip gloss. There was a maxi pad. There was a lot of ladies. weird stuff. It Come wasn't on. used. No, I know, but <laughs> still, just, ladies, let's just let's keep have it a little together. class and decorum. Keep it together. So at five o'clock, I made my way down to the Collier's Arena, which is the new arena for the 
llama costume competition. I was told to get there early, I think by you. So five o'clock I get there. Stephanie, like it's already the Packed. whole building is crowded. Yeah. So I get kind of worm my way in. I tried not to push this little kid out of the way and stand behind the little kid because I feel like the little kid should be up front. So I get right up to this fence where I'm going to watch it. And I ended up talking to the two nicest people. Mm -hmm. I tried to record it, but when I went to play it back this morning, nothing was nothing there, was which there. was such a bummer. So yeah. let me tell you all the things that this woman told me. Okay. And I can't remember her name. I think it was Alex. Okay. Um, she has been going for the six years of the competition. Okay. She comes to the state fair. She calls herself a fair fanatic. She comes five days throughout the course of the 12 days, two of the days alone, because none of her friends and family want to come out here that much. Yeah. On the days that she comes alone, she takes slow rolls through the creative activities building, nice. through the nice. eco experience, the egg hort building. Like she takes her time. She yep. said she reads all the stuff. Reads it all. She was fantastic. Yeah. So she gets me prepared for the llama competition. And at this point, it's now like quarter after five, right? And it's getting busier and busier and busier. And she's like, okay, here's how they score. So you not only have to be have a clever costume with you and your llama, but you get points based on how much coverage your llama has. So whether it has its head covered, its face covered, its oh. body covered, you get extra points if the legs are covered, extra, extra points if the hooves are covered. Oh, wow. And apparently these kids work with these llamas to get them used to wearing these costumes. Yeah. She said, watch, when the first llama comes in, she's like, it'll be like four or five. She goes, eventually someone will go to the bathroom. And she goes, and when they go to the bathroom, every single llama after that will go to the bathroom in the same spot. They're like dogs. They mark their space. They mark their space. And she was totally right. So oh, that was really my funny. God, amazing. Once the first llama went potty, we were like, oh, oh, there it goes. And then we watched all the subsequent llamas go and do the same thing. Stephanie, I, I can't even tell you. So... It's now like quarter to six. Yeah. And we're starting to see a little activity. They're bringing in bleachers. And now they're putting bleachers below where we're standing in and around the arena. And, I mean, where I'm standing, I'm like pressed up against this fence, right? Yeah. I am out of battery charger. I get a, I'm like, anyone have an iPhone cord? Someone borrows me their iPhone cord. I plug into my charger. It was like the funniest, nicest, sweetest crowd. We are all just waiting for the llamas. Yeah. Okay, about 10 to 6, they open this gate and all these people come running in. People are running. It is a stampede to get to those bleachers that they've set up. And all of the people that have been standing kind of behind this fence up on the top level were like, oh, are we going to be able to see? Like, so there's all this commotion. People are jumping over the fence. Like, everybody is My getting God. in line for this llama thing. I'm telling you, it was like a New Kids on the Block concert. It was hilarious. So now everyone is in place, right? We wait another like five minutes and it's six o'clock and they're like, okay, folks, we're just printing the programs. We'll have programs for you in just a minute. And I'm laughing. My neighbors are laughing. The lady next to me is like, this is a scene. Okay. Finally, the MC starts and we start with the first class, which is sixth to eighth graders. The class is so big. They've broken it into two classes and there's three groups. So there's six groups of people in their llamas, okay? Wow. It goes on. Stephanie, I watched for 45 minutes, and it went on for another 50 minutes. Wow. Okay? It's a two-hour experience, the wow. llama costume competition. It was so cute, I, like, got teared up. I choked up. I felt like I was going to cry. Yeah. These kids 
and the creativity with their llamas. Tell me some of the costumes. Oh my gosh, remember, they I were saw, so funny. I saw Beauty and the Beast. Bell, you know, she yes. was she was the Belle. She was in the big yellow dress, and she dressed her llama as the Beast, which was and funny. it was super cute. And then I saw a, like a space or a scuba diver. And scuba diver was really good. Uh, there was alien, uh, a llama that was dressed in an alien that had a um, a what is it called a UFO on its oh, back. Yeah. And again, like the more covered the llamas were, the better. There was the uh, fire truck llama that was dressed like a fire truck, and then the kid was a fire person. Yep. That was cute. Uh, there was one of my favorites was the caterpillar kid. Oh, yeah. And then the, the butterfly. butterfly llama in the metamorphosis. There was the peace llama, and this one was really interesting. It had... Like all of its legs covered in like these groovy pants yeah. and then a peace sign and she was dressed like a hippie. There was the Lego Ego llama where the llama had an Ego costume on like a for waffle? Lego My Ego and then the person had the Legos. The Legos? Like a real, like the Lego toy. Oh. Oh. So it was so Lego, Lego My Ego. Got it. It was really, That's really cute. cute. Here's the question, though. If it's such a deal and such a huge thing, why don't they put it in the Coliseum? Well, here's the funny thing. Right before it started, they were like, so who thinks we should move this to the Coliseum next year? Yeah. Everybody cheered. It was a scene. I mean, the Coliseum is built for that. And also, like, I was inside. So there were bringing the llamas in through the outside. So yeah. there was massive amounts of people on the outside Snapping too. pictures yeah, and, and tons of all news sorts cameras. Of stuff. Yeah. They need to move that to call. The llama is a real thing. Yeah. That is a real thing. Those llamas were real cute. It was it was very very clever. I loved it. Good. Good. I think I'm going to be a regular. The I both think people you will. on both sides of me were regulars. Yeah. That's they, the thing is why you, you were like this happens I'm like, "Oh my god, there are Freaking obsessives about this. Here's what I would have done in advance, though. A, I would have gone to the bathroom because I couldn't oh, leave my spot. Right. B, I would have gotten a beer and a hot dog, and I would have settled in yep. for the duration. For the two hours. It was just fantastic. But I had to go to the bathroom so bad right. after about 40 minutes, you I had, had to, to leave. <laughs> Were other people leaving and coming back? Yes. I mean, like, because of you would think that they, with with two hours of llama? Yes. I'm not up for two hours of no. llama. No. I'm up for about half an hour. That's about what the crowd. And the Coliseum, you would be able to do that really easily, is to pop in, pop out, all and of it. By the time I left, I would say there was two-thirds of the crowd that there was when we started. Yeah, okay. So, all it right. was very fun. Good deal. I'm. That's exciting, man. I'm so glad you actually went to that today. I did. I did. I had a good fair day. So is there anything you're looking forward to today? Well, today, you guys, is senior day at the State Fair. So just be prepared. There's a lot of great old-time music being played around the I fair. I love it. And that's a lot of fun. Just be aware. And I would say if you're coming out today... Be respectful of some people who may be walking a little slower than you. This is a thing that I will be personally working on, as that is my uh, one of my imperfections is that I need to walk fast, <laughs> and I will try to be respectful of older people who are not walking as fast. Um, I'm going to be respectful of the people that have the side-by-side strollers because they really get on my nerves. <laughs> okay. This is a, these are we're working on ourselves. I know because we it's just it's six feet wide stroller action. Yeah. It's hard to get around. I so. Know. We'll work on having patience today. That's a good thing. Um, you can know that the uh, Canine College is happening up at the pet pavilion. If you're thinking about obedience training for your pet, they're going to go through like tips and tricks and you know some obedience oh, training things that with different breeds and all this kind of stuff. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. You know, um, if you're looking for something kind of fun, that's there's a little uh, show at the DNR called the Looney Lutherans. 
and they're youngish at heart. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be a lot of that goofy stuff. I like the Looney Lutherans. The Looney Lutherans. I we think might be the Looney deal. Lutherans. Yeah, we might. We know some. Um, there's the rooster crowing contest. The finals are today. I thought I had missed them completely. I'm going to pop down there and check out the finals. All right. Because I'm excited by that. Um, here's our Agrolympics of the day, by the way. The Celebrity Butter Carving Contest. Oh. So they have one-pound blocks. They do not have the 90-pound blocks like we have seen. So they have these little one-pound blocks, which they have to then carve How into in 20 minutes. How did we not get any of these celebrity contests? To, I don't know. I think yeah, we should we go need down to put there our today name in there next year. see what's up with that. Um, but after that, then they award the, uh, the Agrolympics comes to a close today. So okay. that's the last of that one. If you're looking for uh, the beer seminar today, Liftbridge will be talking about being 10 years old and growing. I love it. I think that's a great one. And they, of course, make that mini donut beer that we've been talking about at the ballpark. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. And here's, if you have, if you miss the llamas and you're sad about it, just so you know, the 4-H Llama Obstacle Course and Public Relations <laughs> Judging is, is happening this afternoon. And I think it's so funny because I think... I think I have, uh, you know, obstacle courses in public relations in my job. And I feel like, you know, public relations with llamas would be, do you get to go up and, like, meet them? I don't know how that works. It's very funny. I know. So then, and then tonight at the grandstand um, is t- Logic. So there's a, there's a group, there's a, uh, is he a rapper? I yes. Guess he's a rapper. Yes, he is. Oh. oh, there we go. Oh, Queen's coming in. Go. All right. That's it. That is it for your State Fair podcast today. We'll, we'll be back. Tomorrow is day nine. We're nine, 10, 11, 12. We, we're like we're, we're closing a quarter in, you guys. of the way in. Summer is, uh, we're closing in the close, I tell you what. All right. Thanks for listening. Have your best day ever.